This is the Week in Addiction Medicine, a podcast resource of timely news and top stories brought to you by the American Society of Addiction Medicine, ASAM. Today is Tuesday, December 5th, and I'm Claire Rasmussen. Our lead story this week in JAMA Psychiatry is titled Pregnancy and Postpartum Drug Overdose Deaths in the U.S. Before and During the COVID-19 Pandemic. The study found that overdose deaths among pregnant and postpartum women consistently increased among those aged 10 to 44 years and more than tripled among those aged 35 to 44 years. These deaths differed from non-pregnant overdose deaths in sociodemographic characteristics and place of death. Among overdose deaths in total, both pregnant and non-pregnant, nearly 75% occurred outside of healthcare settings. Our next study in Nature Mental Health is titled Effects of Transcranial Magnetic Stimulation to the Dorsolateral Prefrontal Cortex on Craving and State Anxiety in Tobacco Use Disorder. In this study, researchers assessed the association between nicotine withdrawal and anxiety state, and also if a single repetitive transcranial magnetic stimulation session would reduce withdrawal symptoms. The study found a strong correlation between reported withdrawal symptoms and anxiety, and also that a single RTMS session did reduce acute cigarette cravings. Our next study in BMC Medicine is titled Circulating Metabolites May Illustrate Relationship of Alcohol Consumption with Cardiovascular Disease. This study investigated circulating metabolites associated with long-term alcohol consumption and examined whether these metabolites were associated with incident cardiovascular disease. 60 long-term alcohol consumption-associated metabolites were identified. The association analysis with incident CVD suggests a complex metabolic basis between alcohol consumption and CVD. Next, we have a literature review in Drug and Alcohol Dependence titled Assessment of Substance Exposures and Nail Clipping Samples. This review identified 35 studies concerning the use of nail clippings to assess exposure to four substances, alcohol, nicotine, opioids, and cannabis. The authors note that uptake of substances by hair is affected by hair texture and use of hair products, and that nail samples avoid these confounders. For alcohol, nicotine, and cannabis, higher concentrations were found in nails than hair. The authors conclude that nails are an acceptable matrix for assessment of exposure over an extended period of time. Next, we have an editorial in The Lancet titled Drug Decriminalization, Grounding Policy in Evidence. This editorial reviews the latest policy report from the Global Commission on Drug Policy, which emphasizes decriminalization as a precursor to ending HIV and viral hepatitis, and notes the importance of harm reduction approaches. The authors argue that comprehensive strategies to support decriminalization should address other basic needs, including housing, access to healthcare, and treatment of mental illness. This report suggests that healthcare professionals, rather than just the justice system, should be the first responders for those who use drugs. Our next article in Cell is titled Molecular Basis of Opioid Receptor Signaling. This article reviews the molecular basis of opioid receptor signaling with a focus on the structures of opioid receptors bound to endogenous peptides or pharmacological agents. 
biochemical analysis further reveals molecular features governing opioid receptor signaling. Simultaneously, the synergy between computational biology and medical chemistry continues to expedite the discovery of novel chemotypes with the promise of yielding more efficacious and safer opioid compounds. Our next article in Drug and Alcohol Dependence is titled Receipt of Opioid Use Disorder Treatments Prior to Fatal Overdose and Comparison to No Treatment in Connecticut, 2016-2017. The article found that there were 915 accidental poisonings involving opioids. Of these, 69 had received methadone, 72 buprenorphine, and 110 non-MOUD treatment. The risk of death was lower for those with MOUD treatment compared to no treatment, and the risk of death was higher for those with non-MOUD treatment compared to no treatment at all. Our final article in Nature Medicine is titled, GLP-1 Receptor Agonists Are Promising but Unproven Treatment for Alcohol and Substance Use Disorders. While animal models show GLP-1 RAs reduce reward properties of alcohol, and human research suggests a relationship in GLP-1 systems and alcohol, randomized control trials are still needed to demonstrate their efficacy and safety. Additionally, control trials are needed to answer other questions about dosing, treatment duration, potential rebound effects, and safety in normal to low weight persons. This concludes today's episode of This Week in Addiction Medicine. Remember to subscribe to the ASAM Weekly for more exclusive content and our editor's commentary delivered every Tuesday. Be sure to check us out on social media and ASAM.org. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.